0: We will dive into how to make health, family, home, spirituality, productivity, and entrepreneurship more easeful. Incredible friends and guests will come by for inspirational conversations, valuable shares, and real strategies so you can plan for your best life. My name is Mia Moran. I'm a mother of three, a wife, an entrepreneur, a coach, and your host. I wear a lot of hats, and I am committed to leading a balanced life and sharing all that I have learned and am learning with you. You're ready? Let's flow. Hey, welcome to this episode of the Planned Simple Podcast. I'm so excited to be here with you today and that we get to be with our amazing guest, Dr. Wendy Trubo. For some reason, my instinct is to just keep referring to her as Dr. Wendy, and it's funny because everyone loved our interview with Dr. Anthony a few weeks ago, and he actually has people call him that. I have no idea if Wendy has people call her Dr. Wendy, but that might be what we call her for this beginning intro because it has a certain ring to it. So we're going to talk about what's really making us sick. And we're going to talk about toxins that we're exposed to everywhere and all the time and what might be behind some symptoms that nobody can pinpoint if you have any of those in your life, or just what could lead to your wellness if you focused on them now. Dr. Wendy is an amazing functional medicine doctor, and it's actually really funny because We met right after I wrote Plan Simple Meals. We were on a panel together somewhere in downtown Boston. And when she was booked to come on the podcast, I didn't realize that's who it was. She didn't realize who I was. And we were looking at each other when we first started having this conversation. And we were just like, wait, wait don't we know you? Don't we know each other? Anyway, so it was a fun reconnection. I can't remember if we tell that story when we were talking, but it was a fun reconnection with someone who I had been connected to way back when. So as I said, Wendy is a functional medicine doctor, and she also just co-authored a book called Dirty Girl, Ditch the Toxins, Look Great and Feel Freaking Amazing. And that's why I said, absolutely, yes, you've got to be on this podcast. And she's going to share an amazing story. Because here's the thing, she didn't become a functional medicine doctor yesterday. She's been a functional medicine doctor for quite a while now. And so she's pretty healthy, pretty in tune with what's going on. And just a few years ago, she actually had a health crisis. And then she was able to uncover all the things around her that were really causing this. The other thing I love about her is you all know that I'm like a big believer in making things doable. And every time she shared something, my mind actually went to an undoable version of how I was going to like clean up our whole act, you know, tomorrow or yesterday. And she really has this great way of slowing that down and giving us permission to take one doable step at a time. So I really appreciate that about how she talks about what is kind of a big overhaul. It's kind of a new way of thinking. It's not what most of us have prioritized all these years. And basically what she found and what she wrote about in her book is that we're just exposed to toxins everywhere all the time. And we're not even aware of all of it. And she really suffered from them. And she has many patients who has. And so she has this great viewpoint of what's really important to clean up, what the priorities are, how to figure out what to clean up, and how to make that doable. So I'm so excited to get her on the show in just one second after I have, I think I just have one announcement today, which is always go check out on plansimple.com or on our Instagram at plansimple.co. There was actually a minute there where Instagram wouldn't let us in, but we're back in, we're back on. And this is my favorite season to really invite all of us to step into it, to end the year that we're in well, and not wait, like not be like, all right, I'm just going to throw the towel in now and I'll start being healthy, reaching my money goals, cleaning up the house, whatever it is in 2024, because right now it's just too full, too busy, too many holidays, too much awfulness in the world. And when we wait, we're not being the change that we want to be, that we really want to be, that we want to be at our core. And so I always invite us at this time of the year, multiple times. (laughs) to really step into that as soon as possible. So coming up in November, November 17th, we have our signature event called Make December Matter, which is really focused on that time between American Thanksgiving and the end of the year and really making the ending matter, making it intentional, making it feel really good instead of feeling like it feels different for everybody, right? So Sometimes it feels really good, but in a way that's not really in alignment with you. So it's like fun to party and all the things, but maybe you're eating food you don't want to eat or seeing people you don't particularly want to see or whatever. For some of us, it's like we might throw in the towel because we feel like we're not hitting a goal at work. And so we might as well just wait. Sometimes just chaos at that time of year. If people are home for vacation, whatever it is. And so Ending the year intentionally has just been the most helpful practice because here's the thing on the other side in the new year, we always forget that like on the first as women running households and doing amazing work, it's not like there's not really a reset. It's like, that's all in our brains, right? So why not reset now? So that coming up in November, the sign up will be available real soon. We have this amazing way we're doing it this year, amazing partners and guests. And I'm super excited to really support you all throughout the month of December in a whole new way this year. So stay tuned for that. That will be coming out soon, but save the date. So the important date is November 17th. It's a Friday from 12 p.m. to 5 p.m. Eastern time. It's really from 12 to four, but I always like to give us a buffer just so you can like integrate it all so that you can have yourself have all your boundaries taken care of for that window of time. Okay, so that's one thing. The other thing is, is right now I'm going to run a few workshops around just starting to end the year. Like, why don't we just start now? So these are going to be littler workshops about the month ahead, and one of them is coming up on Saturday morning. So if you get this in time, you can go see that on our website and listen. And listen, probably I'll also put it out here so that everyone can hear it and you can all really intentionally be thinking about your end of the year. Okay. But it's always fun to come live because the back and forth we have, I feel like that's where a lot of the transformation happens. All right. And again, just always check out plansimple.com or our Instagram account. And that's how you'll figure out how to sign up for anything that we ever have. Okay. (laughs) All right. I think that's what I got to say. I'm just really excited. So let's get Dr. Wendy Trubo on the show. You ready? Hi, Wendy. Welcome to the Plan Simple Podcast. Hi, Mia. Great to be here. Oh, so fun. And it's so funny because we'll tell everybody that we got on and this got organized by not us, by our teams. And we got on and we're like, we know each other. We've met before. So this is so fun.
1: (laughs) I love small town moments where it's like, oh, wait, I know you. I actually know you. you?
0: Well, you're better than I am because like, I just don't even notice anything anymore. I'm like, what's happening?
1: (laughs) No, you know what? Between your name and the book, I was like, I think I know her. (laughs) <laughs> so and then the, the leading question was, where are you locating? You're like, I'm in the Boston area. I'm like, I definitely know you.
0: <laughs> That's so funny. It's so funny. Yeah. We forgot <sighs> these things. Okay. So let's get everyone just like situated and who you are, like both professionally, but also a mother, like just like, what are all the things that you're balancing? Just so people can get to know you a little bit better, like so, not the professional bio, the real one. Yeah,
1: I feel like saying I'm balanced is gonna make people be like, "Oh, she's got it handled," and no, no, I don't. No, no, just right? the things
0: you're balancing. You're probably spinning a lot of plates, but all those plates.
1: Yeah. Okay. So I'm uh, married. So I balance my. Yeah, <laughs> manage my husband. <laughs> I have four kids. My oldest is 19, just went off to college. My next one's applying to college. My next one is 14, applying to high school. And my last is 11 and still the nicest human being I've ever met in my life. I'm dreading when she goes into full-on puberty because I'm like, you're so nice and human and sweet. And my son is in the throes of you know, the terrible twos at 14, (laughs) just a nightmare. So I have four kids. We have four businesses. I do functional medicine for women and our practice does functional medicine for everyone else because I don't see men or children. And my practice, not quite full, but on its way. And we have IVs. So I mean, I oversee a lot of random things. And then we have an online brand where we do detox and we have supplements and programs and testing and coaching. And so, and then we also manufacture our own supplements. So I have a whole bunch oh. of businesses and then I have a family who's local. So I don't think I'm balancing it, but I'm certainly engaged in it
0: yes and- oh my god i love that i love that differentiation that's amazing so good yeah. balancing is all in our head that's what we like to talk about around here anyway
1: my uh- nose is over the water line <laughs> i can breathe let's put it that way but i'm not sure if i'm breathing deeply just well, breathing you know, you're
0: healthy so yeah. that means that you've like figured out yes. your version of what you know
1: yeah i definitely fun. fell in the ditch Multiple yeah. times, and like kept walking down the same street, falling in the same ditch, and finally was like, "Whoa, this is a really big problem here," yeah. and got a handle on my health. And so, yeah, I can claim to being healthy, definitely.
0: Yeah. Tell us about that. Let's go down that. that Let's walk
1: down, down that path. Break. Let's just take reminiscence. Okay, so what sets the stage is I was born to parents who literally should never have reproduced because I have the worst genes ever, and I said that to them. I'm so delighted that you reproduced, but you really shouldn't have. And they were like, "What?" So I was born with two copies of the MTHFR gene mutation, which makes me not a good detoxer, not a good methylator, two copies of vitamin D deficiency, two copies for celiac disease, and uh, ultimately developed celiac disease. I think I developed it in my teens and I was diagnosed in my mid-30s. So as I progressed through my childhood, you know, I had multiple ear infections and strep throat and always got antibiotics. I had pneumonia when I was six months old. And by the time I was 15, I didn't know this was what it was called, but I had irritable bowel. I just didn't know about it because we never taught. It was the 80s. Yeah. You know, like unless you were hemorrhaging, you just got to bust yourself off and moved on, right? I remember my mom being like, just lie on your right and it'll allow the gas to move up and around and then you'll pass it. So I did. I spent I a lot of time I
0: lying on my right. Literally, sometimes I laugh so hard because I'm like, if there's certain people in my life, if they came to our dinner table, would just be like, oh, my God, because I feel like we talk about poop, even when we're eating something yeah. that we wouldn't want to be talking about poop. We talk about sex. We talk about like all vaginas. Things. All the I have things. a friend who's all like, don't
1: say that word. <laughs> yeah, totally. Like nothing <laughs> sacred, but we didn't talk about that in the eighties. Like we just no, kind of did our life. Please. So fast forward, I'm 35. I'm really hot flipping mess. You know, like I can barely get out of bed, but I was the primary breadwinner at the time in a traditional OBGYN role. So I got out of bed but I had hair loss and brain fog and acne and anxiety and thyroid dysfunction and heart palpitations and asthma, irritable bowel, wasting, fertility issues, like you name it, I pretty much had it. And at 35, I was diagnosed with celiac, which is the autoimmune reaction to gluten. And that really transformed my life because I was diagnosed by a functional medicine doctor who was my husband's mentor. He was an old time guy who just retired. And that opened my eyes to Like it doesn't always have to be a mechanical fix, right? Like, not every, if you have an emergency or an obstetrical emergency or you have a tumor, those are really perfect for the traditional settings. You should not be in a functional medicine doctor if you have a big fat tumor, right? Like, I'm not the right person. But for all the other stuff, the fatigue, brain fog, the stuff of life, the low libido, the messed up periods, it opened my eyes to the opportunity that there was another way to practice. And so I went into functional medicine a few years later. We opened a huge functional medicine practice. It grew to be 120 employees. It was the largest functional medicine practice in the world. And then we violated all the rules of business. So there's four rules of business. You can violate one at a time. If you violate more than one at a time and there's an external factor, your business is going to go down. So we (laughs) violated all of them. One, don't be undercapitalized. That means have enough cash. Right. Two, don't grow too fast. Three, don't hire people whose mission and vision don't match yours. And four, don't outgrow your IT systems. Yeah, We did all four of those at the same yeah. time. And then the winter of 2015 came and was like, bam. So we ended up closing in a very short, quick period of time and picked ourselves up, did some soul searching, looked at who we were meant to be and redid a functional medicine practice, except this time informed by those four major principles and informed by the idea that it has to be scalable, reproducible, sustainable, and financially rewarding. And if it doesn't qualify for all of those tick boxes, we don't do it.
0: Right. Awesome.
1: And then fast forward again, I'm now 48 and I come back from this amazing vacation in France. We spent a week there. And the month after I came home, I gained nine pounds, lost half the hair on my head and got a rash on my face along with brain fog and fatigue. And I'm like, what's going on here? So and I look, I'm a physician. I can order stuff. So I ordered every human who sits in my chairs is like, I have a thyroid dysfunction. My thyroid's off because I gained weight and can't lose it. My hair's thinning. I'm like, okay, I must have a thyroid disorder. So I check it. It's fine. And then I was like, well, I'm 48. Let's check my hormones. They're fine. And then I was like, okay, functional medicine. I'm a functional medicine trained doctor. All disease starts in the gut. Check my gut. Totally fine. And especially given that I was a celiac, it was shocking. My gut's normally a mess. It looked good. So now I'm kind of stumped. And then I see this report that when Notre Dame burned, it released 500 tons of lead into the air. And because it's lead, it's a heavy metal, it falls. And the closer you were to Notre Dame, the more exposure you got, the farther away, the less you got. That makes sense? I spent a week At Notre Dame, right after it burned, the week after it burned, I was in France and spent a week slogging through the dust there, remarking on, God, it's so dusty. And it turns out that I got a lead exposure in France. And it was the straw that broke my back. So I cannot claim to have been toxin, low toxin, or even have a semi-clean body, even though I thought I was good. I can't claim to have been good because that set me on this path to understanding like, what's going on in here? Why am I losing my hair? It's not just perimenopause. It's not right you know, and I'm not just crazy. I might be high strung, but I am not crazy. Right. Right. So it sent me on this whole path to understand like, what are we getting exposed to? Because it turns out that I had heavy metals. I had lead and mercury. I had five strains of mycotoxins. Those are the toxins that mold puts out when it's in you. Yep. I had a ton of environmental other things like gasoline fumes, nail polish. I no longer do my nails. I had plastic styrene, I had a whole list of things. And that was actually why we wrote this book called Dirty Girl, because I looked at my husband and I was like, I'm such a dirty girl. Oh, Oh my God, I love it. (laughs) So we wrote the book Dirty Girl because I was a dirty girl and no one should go through what I went through. So we wrote it to really be a roadmap because like every woman is me. We're all trying to keep our nose above water and we're trying to do the best we can for our families. And we don't even know that we're getting nailed in this very profound way. And it's making us sick and it's making us suffer. So that's really why I'm here to get the word out so that no one else suffers. You're not meant to suffer. You're meant to feel freaking amazing.
0: Yeah. I love that. And I just want to note that you were probably pretty healthy before Mm -hmm. that trip to, you know, at age 48, because you're doing, you know. What
1: I thought was healthy, right? Like I didn't have any awareness of toxins in this way that I do now. So for what I didn't know, yes, I eat organic. I eat no to minimal processed food right now. I'm, yeah. if I work a 12 hour day, I'm like, Oh, I need those good chips. There's yeah. like my weakness. Yeah. I don't drink alcohol. I don't eat sugar and I eat all organic. We have a farm CSA. Like I'm like, I ate, I drank the Kool-Aid, right? Mia, like, yeah. and I exercise and I thought I was getting enough sleep and I wasn't a crazy stress ball. So I thought I had it all going on, except there was this massive don't know, don't know. Yep. I didn't know that I didn't know about toxins. Yeah, I mean, I kind of knew, right? Like don't drink for plastic water bottles, but I didn't know there was this massive exposure occurring ongoingly everywhere throughout my day. And that lead tipped me over.
0: So will you tell us about some of like the most common places that we yeah. encounter these things that we might not know ourselves? Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. I think it's easiest to start thinking about it in buckets or categories. So the first category is the stuff, the toxins you get when you put things in your mouth. So the quality of the food you're eating, the pesticides, herbicides, insecticides, the artificial colors, flavors, preservatives, the alcohol, the sugar, the gum that has artificial flavors in it, the single use plastic water bottles. These are all giving us a huge influx of chemicals and toxins that we sometimes can't get rid of and sometimes can. That's the things we put in our mouth. Then there's the category of things we put on our bodies and especially women, we're like, by the time we sit down to do our day, we've been exposed to up to 250 chemicals. And the reason it matters is that they're endocrine disrupting. What does that mean? They mess with your hormones. They mess with your periods. They mess with your transition into menopause. They mess with your risk of bone health. They mess with your ability to lose weight when you feel that you're off the body you want to be on. So that's everything from hair products, hair color, makeup, beauty products, skin toners, moisturizers, lotions. If you take your clothes to the dry cleaner, the chemicals in that, our skin is our largest organ. It will absorb or it can get rid of. So it'll make you thrive or die depending on what's going on. So if you're putting stuff on your skin that's disrupting the system and it can have formaldehyde, it can have heavy metals, it can have, especially if it's made in other countries, it can have contaminants that are unhealthy for you. And then the third category is this other category that's what's around you. That is your air quality, your water quality, the EMFs that you're exposed to, the water, I'm sorry, what you're cleaning your home with. What are you sleeping on? The furniture you're sitting on. Is it vegan leather? Guess what? Vegan leather is plastic. All the plastic that we're exposed to, the gasoline fumes, the nail polish, all of these other things are around us and we're getting thousands of exposure, thousands of sources driving in a car, there's 10,000 unique chemicals in your car, including formaldehyde and plastic, toluene, styrene, gasoline fumes. There's just so many ways that we get exposed. And so it's easiest to start to think about, okay, what category are we in? Mm. Because you can't really clean it up until you identify like, what are you focusing on? Because obviously you can't do everything at once. The easiest way is to boil it down to what are you running out of? Let's focus on what you're running out of and focus on the most immediate need. Make sure that's clean and then move on to the next thing.
0: Okay. I'm still back at you don't paint your nails anymore. I'm impressed. I I don't paint
1: my nails anymore. You
0: do your hair anymore?
1: I don't color my hair. And I told my husband if he wants me to color my hair, he's going to have to get another model, like another a younger model or something, because I'm not doing that. I don't color my hair. I don't put any product in my hair, actually. Which kind of makes it weird when it's a frizzy day because I look frizzy, right? It's a nice day out today, so
0: So I'm in the same weather pattern. I don't know what's happening to you.
1: (laughs) Well, I discovered the flat iron, and the flat iron's awesome, and you can use it to curl your hair too. And your hair would respond really beautifully. It's like makes these nice curls. And today's a straight day, so I don't put anything in my hair because I couldn't find stuff that measured up. So maybe once or twice a year, if I go to like some gala event, and I don't really go to those, but if I went to that, I would have my hair done and have them put stuff in it so it stays in place. But otherwise, you get what you get. And then over the last four years, I have systematically leveled up on my largely my beauty products and my makeup and my facial products so that they're Environmental Working Group certified. which means that they're clean. So ewg.org is the site I use. So it's been a process, right? And
0: that's a site that like, if something's clear on there, you trust it.
1: Yes. That is their mission is to essentially open your eyes to all the ways in which you're being exposed and help you level up. They're the ones who came up with the dirty dozen and the clean 15. That's the ewg. You can test your water quality or look at your water quality with them. They've aggregated all of the zip codes in the United States that test the water. You can look at your water testing results.
0: Yeah, I love that. Years ago, actually, like before COVID, I started doing the body version. So like every time we needed something new, yep. you know, I learned which, you know, shampoo we could have or like, whatever. And to be honest, like the easiest thing for me is to just then keep getting the same one, you know, if yeah. it works. So, that's oh, absolutely. That I, so I would like replace something. And then that's like, I kind of am a one trick pony at this point, like we always get the same thing. So I don't reference it so much anymore. Yeah, That's interesting. I was just thinking about makeup and I was like, I bet that's changed since last time I got makeup. Yeah. I was like, I probably need to like go figure that out. So I will go check on the site.
1: Yeah, um, My favorite beauty pro. I have three that I use for makeup. Mm-hmm. So beauty counter is by far and away the one I use yeah. the most. I don't use them for lipstick. I don't like the lipstick. I just don't like the color. Yeah. I keep trying it. And I'm like, no, I don't like that color either. So for lipstick, I use Burt's Bees, mm-hmm. which you can get at the supermarket. Like it's like seven bucks. It's cheap, yeah. but it's clean. And then for mascara, I use Mineral Fusion. So between those three brands, that's all I put essentially on my face.
0: Yeah. That's amazing. I'm back at hair color and still wanting to find a good way to color hair, which my hair has not been colored in a while, but I've been thinking about it and I haven't gone in. <laughs> it's interesting. I haven't gone in because like had of an instinct like i'm 48 right now so i'm working through my 48 like next level it's funny because my first level was 35 and that's when i cleaned everything up and found out i had celiac so we share that in common and i'm just hitting the next bubble right now and so for some reason hair color was like top of my list so i haven't gotten that done yeah. in a while but i'm you know like maybe i have to let go of that we'll see it's
1: pretty toxic yeah. um, there is a company called overtone that's made in the uk that's less toxic this is where every woman listening needs to go okay it's not about perfection. It's about making an improvement. So if you yep. used to go get stuff with tons of ammonia and other chemicals in it, cool. Make a better choice that doesn't have ammonia, right? Like yeah. this is where you're going to level up as opposed to go for perfection. Because
0: yeah. or be gray and get a cool. Or haircut. be
1: gray. I don't know. Can you see it?
0: No, you like look this, pretty not gray. I'm really um, impressed. Actually, no. Can you see that? Yeah, I can see that. It's like a whole
1: swath of gray. Yeah, I got the
0: whole like top thing going. So I'm impressed with the top of your head. (laughs) Our listeners can't see this, but we're checking out each other's hair right now.
1: (laughs) I've got some grays, but I don't have as many grays. You know, like that's not my Achilles heel, but I think it's beautiful, honestly, especially when you think about when it grows in Mia, it's like gorgeous. Yeah. So I always feel like it should be celebrated, but if you're like, I gotta color my hair, no, then I would I, say I'm make gonna, a better choice. You know, you're
0: inspiring me. I'm gonna go get a really cool haircut. Like I just need something, so I'm gonna go get a really cool haircut. So everyone's yeah. tuned. Mia's going to get it. I have a photo shoot next week, which is why I'm thinking about the makeup. <laughs> yeah. So I'm thinking about the haircut. All right. So the one that really baffles me, to be honest, that I would love you to talk about is home. What do we need to be thinking about in our homes? Like I feel like. <sighs> you know, a lot of our listeners might be the kind of people who are like buying stuff at Whole Foods, or I just feel like we're pretty, a lot of us are really well marketed to, but I just have this feeling that that's not enough. Like we're not really aware of what all the things are that are around us that are, you know, getting in.
1: Yeah. So I would start with again, start with what you can get your brain around, right? Like perfection yep. doesn't exist. This is about what you can handle. So what you can handle is you got to reorder when you're, let's start, for example, your laundry detergent. Let me skip to the good part. Okay, Mia, okay. I did all this for myself, right? Because I run this crazy house and our house, like, I mean, like your house, like a zoo, right? There's people That's coming and work. going and I work a lot. So I have a babysitter and my in-laws are local. My mom's local. Like it's like a zoo, so the first thing that we do is we don't wear our shoes in the house because we don't your shoes right. are capturing all of the dirt and the heavy metals and the pesticides. You walk on the grass, you walk here, you walk there. Your shoes are disgusting, even if they don't look it. So don't bring that into your house. Have an area of your home where you don't, you wear your shoes, but don't walk around in them. Yeah. So that's an easy one. That's free, right? You don't even have to buy anything. You just have to allocate a space. And my kids take off their shoes You know, we have people over, I'm like, would you mind taking your shoes off? So we have people take off their shoes when they come to the house so that they don't track all of that nasty stuff that's out in the world into the house. One. Two, this is where I'll skip to the good part. I did all this research because I was like, I really need dishwashing detergent, laundry detergent, house cleaner. I need all that stuff. So I have done a number of experiments. The brand I found that I like the best is called Aspen Clean. Aspen like the tree. And it has laundry detergent, both dishwashing and laundry. It has floor, window, all-purpose, and bathroom cleaner. And they have auto-ship, which is my favorite word
0: ever. ever. <laughs> that auto helps ship. with all the pudding plates. <laughs> you know, brain
1: porn, auto-ship. Yeah. I'm like, oh, sign me up? So that's great because it's all one-stop and you just get what you need. And they have dishwashing soap. Like, they have everything for clean. I'm not wild about their stain remover. So that will use a seventh generation four, which I don't think is EWG certified, but it's better than, right? This is where you go for better than as opposed to perfect. But when you want to clean up your house, there's things you can do that are low hanging, right? So if you use plug-in air fresheners, get rid of those because the thing that makes them make your house smell nice is also very toxic for you and it's endocrine disrupting. Endocrine recepting for women like you and I at the stage where I'm like I'm postmenopausal at this point, you're peri or premenopausal, or peri by your age at 48. So it messes up our hormones and that makes the transition into menopause worse. Yeah. It makes us more likely to grow fibroids. It makes us more likely to be estrogen dominant, which is causes fibroids, but also leads to a pro-cancer state. Like we don't want that. Yeah. So get rid of the stented stuff. You can replace it with like essential oils. In a diffuser, that's a much higher level up. So that's one. Filter your air in your home if you can to the best of your financial ability, whether that's just a little air filter that sits right next to you or whether you filter your whole house. Everything is better than nothing. So filter your air. This is a chicory one because it's allergy season where we are. So you don't really want to have your windows open, but you do want to have your windows open. Like we have a gas stove and the biggest fight I have with my babysitter, I'm like, turn on the fan when you turn on the stove. Like, In fact, turn on the fan before you turn on the stove, because there's tons of chemicals in the gas from the gas stove, not to mention carbon monoxide, which can kill you. So it's very important to filter your air and make sure you have a fan running if you have a gas stove. And in fact, we were just talking about getting an air purifier for the kitchen area Hmm. so that it'll catch the overflow, right? So open your windows if you can, if your allergies aren't too bad, and then don't open your windows if it's super allergy season, because then you're getting the pollen, if you're in the market for a bed, don't buy a bed unless you need a bed, right? Don't buy a bed if you just bought a bed, but if you're in the market for a bed, look for a bed that doesn't contain flame retardants, more endocrine disrupting, more hormone disrupting, as particularly for the thyroid. So, don't buy a bed that has flame retardants in it. Should I keep going? <laughs> this, this
0: is, is like so good. I'm just as you're saying that I'm like, why is it that all of a sudden cotton pajamas went away when our kids were little? Like, did you know they're
1: flame retardant? Yeah, the right? new stuff is flame
0: retardant so for them.
1: Actually, you could get form-fitted cotton.
0: Yeah, but it was hard to find. It's not it what, like mainstream. Yes.
1: And that's like people. one thing I was always maniacal about. Like, I don't want my kids sleeping in that yeah. material. So yeah, so the stuff that's next to your body, try to have it be cotton if you can. Those dryer sheets that people throw in, it's super toxic.
0: Okay, so you had a situation where it was like, what's the saying? The straw that broke the camel's back, right? Is that the right saying? Yes. Yeah. So a lot of people probably just like go along and like our bodies sort of learn how to do it. But I think also we're quite accepting of like weight gain and sickness and, you know, like, and we don't necessarily bring it back to the environment, nor do a lot of the medical practitioners. (laughs) Right, You don't
1: think about, you think I'm getting these things because I'm getting older. And my response is, no, you're getting these things because the longer you live, the more you accumulate and aggregate toxins that you can't process because of so much exposure. And those are super inflammatory and lead to issues. You're getting these issues because of the length of time you've lived and the exposures you're having, not because of your age. Yeah. You're not getting older, you're getting more inflamed. And that's why you're getting sicker.
0: Okay. So, and you're saying that like, you know, it's hard. Like obviously it's a process. Like many of us are thinking like, well, I just bought Windex. (laughs) Like last up, right? And so you're saying like next time, just like the next. So when you all of a sudden needed to get healthy, if it's a gradual process to clean up your house, because it's a gradual process of accumulation, like how do you turn that around? Like how do you get healthy from that situation of having all these heavy metals and stuff in your body?
1: Yeah. I mean, I was so sick, Mia. Like looking back, I was like, man, I was really messy for the second time in my life. So if you're listening and you're like, oh, I have a little bit of autoimmune Hashimoto's or I have a little bit of celiac or I have a little bit of fatigue, that's a different story than if you are what I would call sick as hell or sick as whatever, right? If you're really sick, when you're really sick, the stakes get higher. If you're just sort of suffering, you can take your time. Yeah. And what I mean by that is like, yeah, you have some fatigue, you have five to 10 extra pounds. Maybe your hair is not as good as it used to be and your concentration is not as good, but you're getting by. Yeah. You know, you're not a hot flippin' mess. I was a hot mess. Yeah. yeah. Like after that time we met, I went off the cliff. And okay, so,
0: but, okay, go ahead.
1: Yeah. Cause we met, I want to say we met in like 2015, maybe ish, mm-hmm. 16, somewhere around there. And then I went off the cliff in 2019. So it was like, you know, and so I've been climbing out of the pit since then. So the sicker you are, the faster you need to deal with it. And the less sick you are, the more runway you have because your body is compensating. And I'll let you decide where you fall on that spectrum of how sick you are, right? Because for me, I just felt awful. I wasn't functional, impacted how I looked, how I felt, how I thought. I couldn't live like that. So I was a lot more aggressive. Now I'm also, I did the testing. So I understood what I was treating, right? It wasn't. Yeah.
0: Will you talk a little bit about that?
1: Yeah, definitely. So you definitely want to work with a senior functional medicine provider who does toxins work. That's the caveat. Like if you're not sure, you can be like, look, do you do toxins work? Do you test? Are you comfortable? Do you protocols? And if at any point you're like, oh, I don't know that they sound confident, don't go with them. Go with someone else. So you do the testing. The testing, apparently three is our number. So there's three tests we do. One is for heavy metals and When we're first starting out, we do a baseline test, which looks at, you know, are you being exposed to heavy metals ongoingly in some way that your body's experiencing? Like the kids in Flint, Michigan, they have lead for on screening tests, but because it's so toxic, you don't have it in your bloodstream normally, which is why you can't just do a finger prick to see your blood mercury and your blood lead because within about six weeks, it's gone. Mm. It's not gone from your body. It's just gone from your bloodstream. Oh, So where does it go? It goes to your bones. It goes to your brain, it goes to your organs, it goes to your fat. But if you have osteoporosis or osteopenia and you're listening, that is a big fat red flag that you have lead in your bones. And so you do this, the baseline test and then you do the provoked test, which pulls the metals out and then you pee them out. That's one of your three detox pathways, pee, poop, sweat. So that's the metals. Then there's the mycotoxins, which is another urine test. And you do glutathione and take a hot bath and then you pee. That's the test. And mycotoxins are the toxins mold puts out when it's inside your body. And then there's the other category, and that's also urine. Take a hot bath, pee, you're done. So that's testing for all the other stuff. The flame returns, the styrene, plastics, gasoline fumes, you name it, it's in that. And so you first understand what the problem is. And then you can design, right? So like, you know, the problem for me, maybe nail polish wasn't The linchpin issue, but it was just another thing that was filling up my bucket. So I decided I'm going to get rid of everything I can because I'm so sick. Yeah. And I need to right the ship. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to go on disability at 49. Not happening. Non starter.
0: Especially with what you do. You're here to like spread the message. (laughs) I'm here to
1: serve. I'm here to serve.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Okay. So, and I'm just thinking about, I sort of like breezed over the food part because we covered food a lot, but we've never quite covered it in like the restoration of this. So is there like supplements? Like what is happening? Did you just clean everything out of your house and then it solves the problem? Or is there like, you know, what heals that? I guess is my question.
1: Yeah. Because I had that lead exposure when I went to France and it was, Like I basically, you know, if you think of yourself as a rain barrel, that all these exposures are like drops of rain and they fill up your bucket and you have symptoms when the bucket is full and overflows. I had reached a point where my bucket was so full that that exposure essentially tipped me off and I couldn't recover until I pulled the levels down. So I'd actually done mycotoxins, the mold testing before I went to France. So I had the report waiting for me when I came home and I started the mycotoxins work in April of 2019 and then i heard this report 3 months later mia i was really fortunate this caught the world's attention so there were reports and studies and so i learned about it pretty quickly and then i tested and started treating in October of 2019 yep and i did very intense treatment with supplements and ivs i changed how i ate i ultimately got i had 3 mercury fillings left in my mouth so I got those taken out. It turns out that lead was the inciting event, but mercury was the, I don't know how to language is, like lead might've been the the gasoline, but mercury was the flame. Got it. Set it on. Cause it turns out that my mercury levels were way higher than I saw on initial testing. Got and it. it was only after I really ramped up the detox in my body, my liver's facility to do detox that I saw it. It was like, oh my God. So when we go back to food, you know, I had already been gluten-free, processed food-free, alcohol-free, sugar-free. So I didn't have a huge way to go on food. But what I did pick a fight with was the plastic, all that plastic. You know, We still had some hard plastic storage containers for food. And I was like, we're getting rid of those. I was the mean mom who got rid of my kids. My kids came home from overnight camp with the branded plastic water bottles, like the Nalgene bottles. And I'm like, No. And my husband's like, but they're good for camping. I'm like, so stainless steel. Don't pick a fight with me. Like, when do you haul water through any place? It's going to be heavy, whether it's in a stainless steel container or a plastic container. And that way you're not getting the chemicals. So I got rid of all of that. I got rid of all of the weight, like all the plastics in our house. The only exception I really made was the tops for food storage. I'm okay with it being hard plastic. As long as you don't fill the food up and have it be hot and then put the plastic top on so it absorbs, yep. so don't have the food touch the plastic. Leave it open until it's ready to close, until it's cooled down. So I didn't really pick a food a fight too much with my food. It was really more about how do I improve my body's ability to get this out and how do I deal with what's going on my body and around my body because my and I didn't drink alcohol. I didn't eat sugar like you know most of that was already handled. Yeah. So it was the other two categories I really needed to focus on.
0: Interesting. What happens with clothing?
1: Oh, man. So, okay. So you go, you take your clothes to the dry cleaner and they use formaldehyde to clean your clothes.
0: Yeah. I haven't done that in a while, actually.
1: Yeah. I wouldn't recommend doing it. Even the clean ones, it's a derivative yeah. of formaldehyde. So it's just as bad for you. It's not any better. Yeah. So for clothing, I was like, yep, we're not dry cleaning clothing. I'll throw it in the wash. And I get this question a lot like, what if you ruin your dress? And I'm like, I have to be honest with you. I haven't yet ruined a dress. Yeah. And And that was my
0: husband is like a really big, like he was on this before it was like a thing. And you know, like when you get like a new t-shirt and it's like so good. Well, I mean, my whole entire life, my twenties and thirties, I, would wear that t-shirt because it was Me so too. good. And then he was like, what are you talking about? You always have to wash clothes after you buy them. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what are you talking about? It's like the best the first two times you I wear know. it before you wash it. So I was onto that formaldehyde piece a little bit.
1: Yeah, and and today. it is like <laughs> formaldehyde preservatives that they put in clothes keep the moths out as they're transported from country to country. You know, they, think about it. They sit on these barges for months. And yeah. so, yeah, it's uh, wash your clothes before you wear them. Don't take them to the dry cleaner. If you can't, you know, it's really challenging to be fashionable and wear cotton. Just don't make cotton dresses like, or yeah. it looks like I'm like in Little House on the Prairie and that is not my style. So yeah. I do wear clothing that is synthetic, yeah, but not to sleep. And yeah. I try not to wear it. You know, it's really hard to find pants that are not synthetic for working out. That's the biggest yeah. challenge I found. That and bras. Those are the two biggest challenges. I did just find a company called Wooly Clothing Company and they make clothes out of wool and supposedly it doesn't shrink. So I got it for my husband for his birthday and we just literally got it and I haven't washed it yet. So I can't tell you yet. And that's for it underwear? Up. It's for everything. They make everything. joggers, they make shirts, they make a whole oh. bunch of stuff. Their goal is to get rid of the plastic. Kind of random. Cool. I was just on like, I don't know why I was on Kickstarter, but I was. And they came up with a, a thing and I was like, that's really cool. So I bought it.
0: Yeah, I'll keep you
1: posted. Cool. Work in progress. but. Yeah, yeah, so that's the biggest challenge.
0: That wool makes me very allergic. Like I'm not allergic to much after oh. changing my food, except yeah. wool still gets me. Well, if it's like the first year, I'm okay, <laughs> but the second it goes away, even if I clean it, it's like I just start sneezing. So I don't know. It makes that might that, not be yours. Yeah, so yeah. I wear a lot. I do wear cotton. It probably has some spandex in it. I wear a lot more cotton than mm-hmm. like most people do in the middle of New England winters, but. Yeah. It's interesting. The Clothes one is an interesting yeah. one. And the, when you put the clothes, I think in the washer and dryer, like the yoga pants, then it's like bringing stuff out, right? Like, so then it's like creating more of the problem in the world.
1: Yeah. Little pieces of plastic go yeah. kind of break off and get into the water supply. They don't filter that out. It gets into the fish. The fish are full of plastic. Yeah. Basically the course of your life, you eat like a credit card worth of plastic. Yeah. It's pretty gross. It's so weird.
0: All right. Well, this has been super inspiring. And is the book like broken up so we can really like learn all the pieces? Is that how it's structured?
1: Yeah, it's chapter by chapter is issue by issue, where we pick a fight with everything. And it's really meant to be a roadmap, Mia. So it's every chapter has your top behaviors, your top changes, your recommendations. And then, you know, I'm alive, you can contact me and say, hey, you know, what should I do about this? And how about that?
0: I love it. All right. So there will be a link. And then is there anything else you need to share? Is there anything else that we've missed?
1: (laughs) Yeah, here's the thing. Especially if you're a busy human, it can feel really overwhelming to start walking on this path and just know that there's nowhere to get. This is not a destination. This is a journey-based behavior. So your goal is just to keep getting better this week compared to last week and know you're going to step off your path at times and then just get back on the path as soon as you can. And remember, you're on a journey right? So yeah. this is not about being perfect. It's not a timed journey. It is just be on this journey and level up your health because it will ultimately trickle into your family and you and everyone around you. And that's the goal.
0: Yeah. I love this. I've been thinking a lot in the past three years about the difference between health and like, I don't even know what the, I don't even really know what the word for the other thing is. because Is it like, getting by? <laughs> well, at one point I would have called it like, vanity health almost you know like just like the weight that comes on with age or like Mm -hmm. you know wrinkles or like whatever like and what a lot of us respond to when we're thinking of health and it's funny because i feel like it's this like fine line for women of like not wanting to be marketed to by the diet culture Mm -hmm. and like taking care of ourselves and sometimes the solutions are very similar but it's like why we're doing it that's different Mm -hmm. so i'm like yeah i'm a little obsessed with this right now because i feel like you know, we all have our waves of needing to clean things up. And my first wave at 35 was like, changed my life. Yeah. And I feel like I'm in the second wave. And like you, I don't have alcohol or gluten or dairy or any of those things. So sometimes I'm like, wait, what am I doing? This feels so nuanced, but I don't have the thing that you have where it like, I totally have fallen to the floor, but like things are off. Right. And it's like, okay, it's like, I need to get them back. Like, like I meant to do this work in some way. So I really appreciate yeah. this. And you're
1: going to want to do it with a functional medicine doctor. Because if you walk into your traditional classically trained physician, PCP, they don't have the right tools. It's like asking your electrician to do your plumbing. They're going to be like, what are you talking about? It's the wrong yeah. job. And yeah. so when you walk to your PCP, there's no pill for them to prescribe you. And yeah. they have seven to 12 minutes to deal with you. And this is not a seven to 12 minute conversation. Yeah. And they're going to be like, you're just getting older.
0: Yeah. Right.
1: Remember, it's not.
0: Yeah. It's not just
1: getting older. It's getting more toxic.
0: Yeah. Well, you know what? Something you said, like, I feel like we just wrapped up, but now now I'm re-ramping us up. But one thing you said that really stuck with me was about osteoporosis. Mm -hmm. What are other things that people may be seeing in their kids or in themselves that are like, go get tested?
1: Okay, so let's break it into symptoms and diagnoses. Okay. So the symptoms are difficulty concentrating, hair loss, brain fog, anxiety. That's kind of a diagnosis and a symptom. Also, wheezing, asthma, symptom and diagnosis. Difficulties with your weight, right? Like you eat right, you move your body, and you're gaining weight and it's not coming off. That's a toxins issue because they're stored in your fat. And you won't get rid of your fat until you get rid of the toxins. Irritable bowel floating gas, diarrhea, constipation, fertility challenges, sperm count challenges, pain, wasting, those are the symptoms, and then the diagnoses that get your attention. Any autoimmune disease, celiac, Hashimoto's, low thyroid that's not, autoimmune, rheumatoid arthritis, any cancer diagnosis, any degenerative disease, so multiple sclerosis or Parkinson's or Alzheimer's or cardiometabolic, what does that mean? High blood pressure, cardiovascular disease, metabolic disease, polycystic ovarian syndrome, type two diabetes, or pre-diabetes, which is called metabolic syndrome. Any of those diagnoses is a cue that, okay, there's significant toxins occurring here and we wanna work it out. We wanna evaluate and get rid of it. Those diagnoses are not your destiny. It's your likely future if you make no changes. But on my watch, you should not get those things.
0: Yep, awesome, so good. Thank you. This is amazing. Yeah, thank you. I think that we also have a gift from you for yes. our audience. Will you tell us what that is? We you love it's around here.
1: <laughs> I love giving things away. I love giving gifts and I'm like, oh, I can give a gift to everyone. So it's at drwendy.com forward slash gift. And the doctor is just dr, and Wendy is W-E-N-D-I-E. And we'll put that one
0: in the notes too for anyone. Listening. Yeah.
1: And it has chapter one of the book. If you're like, oh, I don't know if I want to read the book. Well, okay. You don't have to pay for it. You can get chapter one there. You can take a quiz to understand how toxic is your body right now. And you can get the non-toxic guide to healthy living, which is an opportunity to start leveling up your home, your cooking utensils. You know, it's like our list of faves essentially.
0: And it's free. So it's there. So good. Yay. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for your time and the work and the willingness to go even deeper in your health journey to share this with us. Thank you so much. My pleasure. Thanks for having me on. Oh, so good. At the end of every episode, we always share three doable changes so you can take what you've heard and put it into action. Change comes from action. Doable changes are things you can add into your life one at a time to make micro shifts and really create a ripple effect that will create a big change over time. So again, big change does not equal big action. The little things really do add up. And please remember that this isn't about perfection, but it's about these micro shifts that really do make a difference. So what I invite you to do is choose one of them. I'm gonna share three that really resonates with you and make it work in your life this week. Put it into action, all right? Here we go. Here are three doable changes from my conversation with Dr. Wendy. Number one, stop wearing shoes in the house. (laughs) I love this one. And how doable does that sound, right? It's gonna make your life so much easier. Your shoes, they pick up pesticides, heavy metals, dirt, and so much more. So when you take off your shoes at the door, you stop tracking things throughout your house and things that will then become part of your body. You can ask people who visit to do the same. All right. I love that one. We actually do that. And I admit that I've been getting a little lazy around the edges around this one because sometimes it's like, my shoes are already on. I have to walk the dog in 30 minutes. So this was a really great wake-up call for me. Number two, replace one thing. Pick one thing you are running out of already, right? So you need to replace it and replace it with a cleaner version. If you need more shampoo or window cleaner or laundry detergent, you just replace that one thing. Research a cleaner version and then buy that. And then once you do that, stop buying the old product and keep buying the new product. Okay. So the next time you are running out of something, look for a better option. And if you want to take action this week and you're not running out of something, this might be a time to make a list, do some research. On the episode, we shared a bunch of places where. Dr. Wendy recommends sourcing some of these cleaner products from and how to check the data. Okay, number three, reduce plastic use. Replace plastic water bottles with stainless steel. Replace plastic storage containers with metal or glass. Plastic covers, Dr. Wendy shares are okay. So you know how like when you get those Pyrex glass dishes, they have a plastic cover and she just recommended not filling it to the top, which by the way, I've become so aware of (laughs) because we do use those. And let the food cool before covering it, right? Because if it's warm and then you put the plastic top on, then it's more likely to get into the plastic. So, those are three really easy doable changes in a topic that seems really overwhelming. So, these are three doable changes. I'm just going to add a fourth that if you want a resource, let's just all go buy Dr. Wendy's book so that we have this resource at hand and we can continually add. Little doable things into our life one at a time. And by the way, if you're somebody who has been experiencing so many symptoms and this really resonated with you, then you might take this to a new level. But for most of us, it really is about these little things adding up. All right, I'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you know a woman who wants a little more simple and a lot more flow, Share this episode and send them over to the Plan Simple website to download our free course. And if you can find a five minute window today between meetings in the carpool line while you're eating your lunch, head on over to iTunes and leave us a review. This one action plays such a big part in helping other women find us. And I have so much gratitude for you in advance. So thank you so much. Until next week, dream big, plan from your heart, and have a great day.